0: So I'm turning 65. Now what? What in the world does Medicare mean for my health? Welcome to the
1: Access Health Radio Show. I'm Dr. Brian Forrest, and this week we'll be talking about some things you should consider once you're on Medicare on Access Health Radio.
0: And I'm Mike Davis. Dr. Brian Forrest is a board-certified family physician from Apex. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. We'd like to take just a moment to acknowledge the companies that support Access Health Radio.
1: We'd like to thank We Care Pharmacy and Apex for supporting our show. They are a local community pharmacy that have much lower prices than the big box stores and will even match on most medications. They have terrific customer service. I even get some of my own prescriptions there. And you can find them at wecarepharmacyapex.com or you can give them a call at 919-629-6010. Again, that's 919-629-6010. They are willing to deliver medications within about a five-mile radius. And if you find a lower price somewhere around the area, they usually will match that. Uh, And the customer service is just terrific there. And if you have prescriptions already at another pharmacy to get those transferred, it's as easy as just calling up your doctor's office and saying, hey, can you electronically send my refills to WeCare? Uh, in APEX. And uh, they should
0: have no trouble doing that. Dr. Forrest, if folks have questions uh, for you about your practice, want to learn more about your practice in APEX, or maybe they'll have some follow-up questions to today's topic, how can they get in touch with you?
1: Well, if they have a general question uh, that they want answered on the show, uh, they can send that to accesshealthradio at gmail.com. Um, and if they want information about our medical practice in APEX, uh, they can go to acchealth.com. That's acchealth.com, Or they can give Whitney a call at 919-363-0190. Again, that's 919-363-0190. Uh, and we do have a new uh, clinician at our practice that is uh, taking new patients for the foreseeable future. Her name is Melissa. And she'd be glad to take a new patient. She's filling up quick, but uh, probably will have room for at least the next couple of months. And, uh, you know, if you miss part of the show or you think to yourself, hey, a family member or friend might really want to hear this, uh, they can go and listen to an on-demand podcast of any show we've ever done uh, over the last seven years at WPTF.com. Uh, or they can check it out at Apple Podcast. We typically upload to Apple Podcast about an hour after the show airs live on Sunday at 4 p.m.
0: Here's an unsolicited plug for Melissa. She's great. So uh, if you can't see Dr. Forrest, see Melissa. She is uh, wonderful. So, Dr. Forrest, I, I know a lot of folks have questions about Medicare, including me. And I understand you're going to try and give us some tips, maybe share some things that people don't know about it today.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, the reason I decided to do this show this week is because a patient of mine, literally, we were finished with their visit and uh, they were leaving, they were heading out the door, and they said, hey, Dr. Forrest, can you answer some questions for me about Medicare? And um, this is something that really comes up a lot, and it's very, very confusing. And from what patients have told me, uh, about the time they turn age 64 and a half, their mailbox starts filling up with these solicitations. <laughs> uh, and the solicitations will say, you know, turn in 65, get Medicare Part Z, get Medicare Part X, G, Y. And all of those letters, except for type A, B, and D, are all made up. They're basically um, commercial plans that have sort of taken the Medicare name and they've added a letter on Ah. it. And a lot of times people think that's an official government program uh, when it's not. It's a commercial plan or a supplement that you kind of add to Medicare. But the real types of Medicare are type A, B and D. And we want to talk a little bit about that. I think it's important to clarify um, what those mean, what they are, what they cover, Um, And let me first say the disclaimer today is, you know, I am I'm a physician uh, and I have Medicare patients and I've worked with Medicare in the past. Um, So I know a fair amount about it, but I'm not an insurance agent. I'm not an insurance broker. I don't sell plans. Uh, I don't give people advice on commercial insurance or anything like that. So this is just a perspective from a physician about, you know, the experiences I've had with patients and what I've seen over the years. So, first of all, let's talk about Medicare type A. Um, type a the best part about it is it's free when you turn 65 um, you are eligible for type a at no cost meaning you don't have to take anything out of your Social Security check you don't have to send a check Uh, part a is considered to be yours once you're 65 so that's the best part about it the second thing is part a Medicare is what covers the big bills it covers the big expenses so you know if you get hit by a bus If you end up in the hospital for six weeks, um, if you have a bad illness and you're in the hospital and you're running up huge bills, Medicare Part A is going to cover almost all of those big bills because it's sort of considered, consider it kind of the hospital insurance. Um, And that's where things get really expensive. Um, So good news number one is it's free. Uh, Good news number two is it's sort of like the high deductible plan, right? It covers the big expenses But it doesn't cover the nickel and dime, everyday things, you know, seeing like a a gastroenterologist in his office. It doesn't cover things like that. Um, But those bills are not the big bills. okay? so now let's talk about type B Medicare. Type B is a type of Medicare that you actually have to pay for. So in, in some ways, like a commercial insurance product, you have to pay a premium every month. And a lot of people miss that this is being deducted out of their social security check automatically every month, because that's how a lot of people pay this premium. So if you get ready to turn 65 and you elect to take Medicare Part B, uh, they're going to automatically subtract that out of your social security payment uh, every month. Um, And it's just under this year, it's just under two hundred dollars. Uh, it goes up a little bit every couple of years, but uh, right now it's still just a little under 200 But that's not cheap, especially when you're on a fixed income. Uh, if you've retired, you know, $200 a month adds up. Um, and, you know, over the course of 10 years, that's $25,000. Um, so it's not a trivial amount to pay for And what does type B cover? Well, type B mainly covers doctor's fees um, and mostly where people use it. Are in the offices of specialists like, you know, gastroenterologist or rheumatologist or, uh, you know, endocrinologist, things like that, where they go to an outpatient office, and that that physician's office will bill Medicare a fee, and Part B helps cover that. But here's the here's the magic, here's the secret: Medicare B is generally an eighty twenty plan, meaning it will pay eighty percent and you're responsible for paying 20% of those bills, usually. Well, the problem is when doctors have to bill Medicare and they know they're going to have to submit those claims and put those codes down, they know payment may be delayed, they know they're going to have to spend a lot of overhead, and then claims with Medicare aren't 100%. Sometimes doctors just never get paid by Medicare. So if you use your Medicare, generally they are going to charge a lot more Um, for a service than if you weren't using Medicare and you were trying to get a private cash price for something. Well, the reason that matters is, remember Medicare Part B usually covers about 80% and you have to pay 20%. But what if somebody's willing to give you an 85% discount if you're willing to pay them cash? That means you actually end up paying less money by not using your Medicare than if you'd had your Medicare filed and then had to pay your 20%. Um, So it's not uncommon. We'll have patients who uh, will send to a cardiologist for something called a stress echo. And the stress echo, if a patient bills their insurance or Medicare in particular, um, they usually charge roughly 10 times more um, than what they're willing to do for somebody that says, hey, I, I don't wanna bill my Medicare. You know i want to keep this kind of a confidential transaction i want to keep it to myself i just want to pay cash Mm -hmm. Um, they'll usually give them a steep discount and a lot of times that discount is more than what medicare would have paid on their behalf so they end up actually coming out of pocket cheaper um and then last the last type that's a real medicare we'll talk about is type d and type d medicare is the drug plan um been a lot of press about this lately but the the drug plan um, really mostly is only good in terms of saving a lot of money for people that have really really expensive medications um, because there's this thing called a donut hole when you're in the donut hole you have to pay yourself out of pocket full price for the drugs and as long as that donut hole exists you know unless your medications are costing just thousands and thousands of years a lot of times you you actually come out of pocket cheaper paying cash for your medications not to mention that then you don't have to pay the premium every month for the part d and uh, mike the thing that makes me mad is a lot of times when people are counseling people about their medicare plans mm-hmm. they kind of bundle everything into one and when they bundle it all together the the person doesn't know they're getting charged for type d they just say oh well, well we're going to conclude the drug plan right Mm-hmm. But they are get, they are getting charged. It's just coming out of you know, their Social security, um, and they don't know they've got that fee in there. So those are the main three types that work.
0: So type uh, to make sure I understand part B and part D are, are optional. Is that correct? That's right.
1: They're optional. And so you do not have to take uh, part B or D. Um, And in fact, a lot of my patients have opted to only take part A and that way they don't have that $200 or it's it's a little less than $200, but they don't have that coming out of their check every month. Uh, And we had one patient save about $20,000 in an account by doing that for 10 years. And then he elected for part B and decided, hey, I'll sign up for it now. But he'd save $20,000 by Uh not having it for 10 years. And uh, so it just it works out really good for somebody. But what people get scared of is they'll tell people that there's a penalty. They'll say, if you don't sign up now um, and you sign up later, there'll be a penalty. Well, what that really means is they're just going to charge you a little more per month if you sign up 10 years later than mm. if you signed up at the beginning. But it's not going to be twenty thousand dollars. more. Right? You're, <laughs> right. you're still, you're still going to have saved a lot of money and you're just going to be paying that increased premium from whatever point you start doing Part B.
0: Okay. All right. I got you. That's good information. So, Dr. Forrest, I've heard about a shared savings program, and I know people are concerned about what that means for them. Can you give us some information there on the shared savings?
1: Yeah. Well, you know, Medicare has been financially in trouble for a while, and the Medicare Shared Savings Program was written into law fairly long time ago. I think it was around 2010, somewhere back there. Um, But it was one of those uh, sort of later, uh, it goes into effect laws. So it started really going into effect in 2017, and it's really fully in place now. And what it does is it incentivizes doctors and hospitals to cut corners on cost, because if they save Medicare money, they actually get to share in the savings. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, what that really means is if they prescribe something for you that's $5 instead of $10, they're going to get a piece of the $5 they saved back as a bonus. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, I understand, you know, wanting to be cost conscious, but where this can really go wrong sometimes is if it incentivizes doctors not to prescribe or order things their patients need because it's going to eat into their what we call ACO or shared savings bonus, Uh right? uh
0: Um,
1: So I'm going to give a real case here. I won't use any names, but uh, I had a patient who got a knee replacement a few years ago. Um, And he got that knee replacement. Uh, Surgeon did a great job. He recovered, did well. Um, Well, about a year later, he needed to do the second knee. And with the first knee, the, the surgeon had ordered a long course of physical therapy. And the patient got his flexibility back and his range of motion back really quickly, did well. Well, with the second knee replacement, the, the surgeon did not order physical therapy. And my patient was asking me, he said, why in the world did my surgeon not order physical therapy this time? And I said, well, I'm not, I don't know. I said, but I'm suspecting it has something to do with the Medicare Shared Savings Program. And it probably you know is going to be better for, for his bonuses um, if he saves them some money on that. Well, the patient thought that was kind of a crazy idea, but with his, when he went for his follow-up with the with the orthopedic surgeon, he asked him, and the doctor actually admitted it. He said, first of all, he said, how as a patient do you know about this? Mm. Uh, and then he said, you know what? He said, I'll get that physical therapy referred for you, and we'll get you into that, but why don't you just keep this kind of on the down low, right? Mm. So... So this is a program that that as part of it, I mean, it's meant to be a cost containment measure, which I understand, but part of the insidious issue with it is that um, it can sometimes incentivize doctors and hospitals to shorten treatments, shorten cases and stuff like that and referrals because they're concerned about, uh, you know, how that's going to affect their pay.
0: Time now for the Access Health Tip of the Week. When you turn 65,
1: you actually have options. You don't have to take Part B, for example, which usually costs just under $200 a month and is normally drawn out of your Social Security. If you decide to take it later, you do have to pay a little bit more in premium, but we've known patients that have saved $20,000 over 10 years by not paying for Part B. And Part B mainly covers specialist costs outside of the hospital, and sometimes it really doesn't save that much at all. Remember, Part A is the one that's free, and covers most of your expensive in-hospital care.
0: We're going to talk more about Medicare, what you need, maybe what you don't. That's coming straight ahead on Access Health Radio. A, B, D, no, we're not talking blood types today. Something just as important if you're turning 65, and that's Medicare here on Access Health Radio with board-certified family physician Dr. Brian Forrest. Dr. Forrest, what about paying for things like wheelchairs and equipment like that? Does that still work if you're private contracting with physicians?
1: Uh, yes, it does. So you're, you know, we private contract with our patients, and they just pay a monthly fee for for service. Mm-hmm. And um, by doing that, they save money because there's no coinsurance or anything like that. But, but they'll ask, well, what if I need a wheelchair? Well, if you need a wheelchair, we write a prescription, and Medicare will pay for that. If you need an MRI, we write a prescription, we do an order, and Medicare will still pay for
0: that. Okay. Sure. What about the uh, supplements that people can get with their Medicare? How does that work?
1: Well, there are probably a 1,000 supplements out there, but these are all commercial plans that uh, want you to pay extra premium on top of your Medicare essentially to give you better coverage and they scare people into thinking that you're going to have large uncovered bills if you don't get a supplement but if you've ever seen one of those explanation of benefits documents sometimes what it'll say is you know the hospital charged a thousand medicare paid 800 your supplement paid ten dollars and you still owe 200 right Mm -hmm. so a lot of the supplements a lot of times don't pay very much of the bill and generally, most of our patients have found them not to be worth the money.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got you. It's kind of like one of those uh, added warranties on things you get at Walmart or something. Yeah. yeah. What about really expensive things like hospitals and operating room costs? How's that covered?
1: Well, the, the good news is that's the free Medicare. That's Medicare Part A, and it covers most of those big hospitals.
0: That is good news. Straight ahead, we'll discuss some key points and our Access Health Trivia of the Week is straight ahead. We're talking Medicare today with board-certified family physician, Dr. Brian Forrest on Access Health Radio. Dr. Forrest, time for the Access Health Trivia of the Week.
1: Well, the trivia this week is certainly about Medicare and Medicare is more common as an insurance plan than you would think. 66 million people nationally are enrolled this year in Medicare.
0: That's, uh, that's a lot of folks, and uh, I'm, I'm coming up soon. It'll be, I'm a few years away, but not quite there yet. So, Dr. Forrest, what are some key points you would like folks to take away from today's show? Well,
1: remember, Part A is the hospital. Part B covers physician fees. Uh, part D is the drug plan. You, remember, Part B is optional, so you can take Part A only, and then you have no cost for Medicare coming out of your Social Security um, the supplements, and for many patients, are not worth the uh, added expense. And remember, I'm not an insurance agent or broker. I don't sell or advise people on insurance. Uh, this is just based on the experiences I've had and seen.
0: Fantastic, Doctor Forrest. This has been a really informative show, and I, for one, who just turned 60, I, I really appreciate the information today. But that's all the time we have for today.
1: Our scripture today is from 2 Corinthians four sixteen. Therefore, we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. Thanks for listening to the Access Health Show, and we look forward to joining you again next Sunday at 4 p.m. Until then, God bless your health.